Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Rise Show. Today we have a lot of shit to go over. Okay, I'm not. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. We've got Trump and beer, and uh, it's it's looking it's looking pretty bad for for Anheuser Busch. Honestly, um, there's some market cap issues they're dealing with. There's some, I guess, there's some issues in their marketing department. Clearly, that we're gonna go over today as well as uh, the Trump indictment issues, um, you know, the drill, gun control. I mean, a nightmare. I feel like these last three years with uh, Joe Biden as president, it's been like I'm living a nightmare. I don't know if it's been with you guys, but I feel like every single year so far in his term has been like a plague. I mean, the first year we had a job crisis and I mean, we're still kind of at a job crisis, but we had a job crisis in early 2021, 2022. We had a record high inflation resulting in hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. We had a record high inflation that uh, I mean, we all (laughs) we all paid the price at gas stations in 2022. And then on top of this, in 2023, we have. A hot pile of dog shit right there. So, yeah, we're going to have to, we got a lot to cover today. Uh, it's our first episode, so I kind of, I, I, we have to go in like straight up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go easy on you guys, okay? Make sure to join our mailing list at rally.org slash sign up. Super easy. Free. It takes maybe 10 seconds, but you get all of our writings, all of our works, notifications for the shows like this or episodes like this that you get supplied and armed with the best information, reliable information and information that honestly every every American should have and is entitled to. And unfortunately, um, services like NPR, uh, they are not really they're not really going to cut it anymore. That's old news. We're going to do news right. And if you join the mailing list today. Uh, we're getting we're getting somewhere. Anyway, I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna slowly move in here to our, our our first story. I just I want to um, lay the foundation down here. Okay, um, Anheuser Busch owns brands like Bush, Budweiser, Bud Light, Labatt Blue, that kind of stuff. So they're going to they have quite quite the market cap in the hundreds of billions here. Okay, so when I say that they lost six plus billion dollars as of yesterday. Um, you know, you might not think that that's crazy, that that's not a lot of money. Well, 6 billion seconds equates to about 33 years. So I want to just put that in perspective. $6 billion is still a lot of money and people boycotting them like, um, Kid Rock. And I don't understand, you know, Kid Rock's already kind of yikes and you know, you already pissed him off. So congratulations, but $6 billion lost in, ma- in market cap. That's ridiculous. A boycott like this from the right, from conservatives um, like me, the boycott towards Bud Light has actually worked, and it's 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 incredible that they even tried, even tried to rebrand towards like the transgender movement. I'm just gonna be honest with you, okay? The the few transgenders that actually drink Bud Light, opposed to the millions of loyal fans of Bud Light that has culminated for years. That are hard right. I, I guarantee you there's more right people than left drinking Bud Light nowadays. I don't know anymore, but 
I mean, did they really think this was a great idea? It's it's quite a hot it's it's a hot mess. But I mean, Bud Light executives claim uh, that it was a low level marketing decision that they did not know actually happened and process. But the problem is, is I'm not going to write Bud Light. Ex- I'm not going to run. Sorry. I'm not going to write Bud Light a pass on this. Okay. For if you are letting low level marketing, your low level marketing team push something out like this without any proper screening or meetings or anything like that, you are also to blame for this. So it's almost like they're trying to um, evade any criticism or um, the dumpster fire that is a Bud Light now. I mean, that doesn't excuse them for what they've done. I mean, they putting Dylan Mulvaney, of all people, as their mascot for um, 365 days of womanhood, even though he's clearly still a man, uh, and will always be a man. Putting him as the face of Bud Light. I don't know if that was the greatest idea, uh, even for low-level marketing. It just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense, okay? I mean, the can is the can looks kind of gross, and it's just, I don't know. It's already piss water, so why the fuck would you buy Bud Light in the first place? The fact that they're losing $6 billion in market cap on top of this is kind of just hilarious if you think about it, okay? But... As of right now, Bud Light, ex- uh, Bud Light executives, the same ones that are um, saying that it was a low-level marketing decision, are suspending marketing efforts to reevaluate marketing decisions. Uh, this is um, from the Daily Wire yesterday. They're, they're basically saying that they're going to reevaluate all their um, celebrity influencers, um, all of their partnerships, uh, endorsements, whatever. I, this is just a political statement. I doubt, I doubt they're really going to do crazy things. If anything, if people on the right, Give enough backlash and enough boycott to make a difference. We can, I mean, we're going to strip Dylan Mulvaney of his endorsement pretty much. I mean, the, congratulations. That's uh, probably all we're going to be able to do for now. But the problem with Bud Light endorsing um, people like Dylan Mulvaney is that the transgender movement, it, they, it does not deserve any endorsement of any uh, stature. It is not a movement that I can ever get behind. And it's not something that I could ever, uh, ever agree with. So the fact that a multi-billion dollar um, company endorses someone like Dylan Mulvaney, who, uh, by the way, on his social media has persuaded young children to try to get plastic surgery done to make them look better. Rather than trying to better themselves on how they are right now, he says that he encourages them to try plastic surgery as soon as possible. So this is somebody who is the face of Bud Light Beer, everyone. Bud Light Beer. This guy does not deserve an endorsement by any means. And on top of that, it's not necessarily related to Bud Light, but his recent endorsement with Nike as well have it, it, that kind of that kind of influence is is dangerous for kids. He is dangerous for kids. The transgender movement like this, especially somebody that uh, advocates for plastic surgery younger, who, who who advocates for gender changes for younger adults, anything like that, should not be the face of any brand whatsoever. Simple as that. He took away a job from a, an actual woman who deserved the Nike endorsement. He took away that job. Uh, celebrating his 365 days of womanhood, by the way. He, he's, a, he's a gross individual. I mean, this is the type of person that um, 
should not should not be in any position of power at all. But he is making a disgusting amount of money, unfortunately, when actual people who deserve this money should be in that position. So I'm going to play a clip here. Uh, this is Dylan Mulvaney uh, <laughs> talking about uh, him and tampons. Uh, you know, 365 days of womanhood. So there you go. 75 of being a girl, and I've been carrying around tampons and pads for the past two months, but I've actually never opened one up. So let's do it. Woohoo! I thought the letter stood for small, medium, and large based on the size of your Barbie pouch. But after a Google, I found out it's actually the level of your flow. So they're super, regular, and light. I guess my question is, which one do I carry around? The super? Because maybe if you have a light flow, you can still use a super? I so uh, you can clearly see that Bud Light's decision to endorse this person uh, was warranted, right? So, I mean, I, I, I can't disagree. I just can't. It's difficult to uh, it's difficult to do that. But, I mean, have you seen the market for them? If you see the market today, a total nosedive. It is hilarious. I, I, do you really think, do you really think that the investors of Bud Light are thrilled right now? I mean, do you really think people, I mean, uh, I, it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious how a company can be so off brand so fast. Out of the blue. That is that that to me, that is the Anheuser Busch tragedy. That's what I'm calling it. You know, it was already kind of a yikes brand anyway, and somehow they made it worse. I don't understand. You made you made something that already tastes garbage. Uh more garbage? I Dylan Mulvania, he has shit all over this brand and made it even worse. And it's going to be hard, much harder for Bud Light to come back. And, and we're not going to forget about Jack Daniels, but the biggest L is Bud Light because, um, well, they put his face on a fucking can. So this is why on April 20th, this in six days, I am coming out with my first story, the drag disaster on 420. Yes. Perfect. I'm calling it the drag disaster. It's I'm going to be covering kids being groomed into drag, kids being sexualized over the last few years, but you know, problems with drag influences to younger people. I mean, we've seen this time and time again where drag, I mean, even more lately where, where people who are into drag have tried to persuade young youth, youth, your kids on social media to try drag as kids. I mean, there are videos out there that are disturbing and horrific that kids should never be dressed in drag, something that is inherently sexual ever at what at all. I mean, it's, it's disgusting. You know, dr kids going into, uh, seeing drag in bars, strip clubs, stuff like that. It's just not, it, this, this is, this is not how this is supposed to be. I don't care at all. So, Drag Disaster 420, lots to cover, very pissed off about it, as you can probably tell. It is horrible what these people are doing to our kids, and it is, it is so sad to see that people on the left, they, they support this. They support this behavior. It's, it's unfortunate. People, kids should not be looking up to people like, like this. They don't do, they don't deserve that kind of that torture that torture do you think they want to see that do you think they know what they're even seeing so that's why I need to make this message tenfold so 420 drag disaster coming out on the uh, in the vault on the website Varelli.org. 
mailing list, make sure to sign up. Make sure to sign up, Varelli.org slash sign up. It is free. Take seconds. The best decision that you will make this year, I promise you. We will have so much content coming out every single week. we got writers that are going to be writing articles as much as we can. And, of course, on our V-Feed right now, we already have articles out so you can read and fact-check myself in this story. We're going to have guests and stuff like that in the future. It's not just going to be me hearing my voice for an hour. I promise you, I know it can get dreadful and boring, but at least I'm not a drag star. So we're going to move on to the next story. It is um, (laughs) somehow this man still makes headlines nonstop to this day, even though he is not president three years after his term. The Trump indictment debacle, okay? This is a hilarious but unfortunate event for Trump. The, the claims, let me just be perfectly clear. The claims that were made against him during his impeachment were far worse than what he's getting thrown at him now, okay? And that didn't even go through. So I just want to be straight up with you and tell you that there's probably nothing to worry about here, okay? This is more of like a witch hunt, for sure. But what what I'm actually trying to get at with this story today is I'm not just trying to say, well, the Trump indictment's happening, uh, you know, it is what it is, you know. I am saying that there's a lot of details that are going on behind the scenes that sources like uh, NPR won't tell you at all. And it's unfortunate that, you know, God-awful CNN won't admit that this is true. Because this is true. These, these things I'm about to say, these things we're about to go over here together, um, they're actually true. And it's so sad to see big tech and big media ignore them blatantly because they know they don't fit their agenda. And something like these details are super important for the public to know so they can make a just decision on what they want to feel about the Trump about Trump, especially when the election is right around the corner. Okay. We're, we're already halfway done, almost halfway done with this fucking year. Okay. That's not a lot of time. I mean, God's sakes, Mitt Romney's going to fucking run again in 2024. Do we really think Mitt Romney's going to fucking win? I I don't think so. But I mean, if they put Trump if they put Trump in handcuffs, he'll be a martyr. And he said this himself on truth, but I think it's true. I really do. Trump in handcuffs equals martyr. Simple as that. Simple as that. And I, I Mitt Romney, and that, that made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. I woke up yesterday. I had a nice day. I had a nice time. And the next thing I know, I go on Twitter and he's filed his shit for running in 2024. I mean, this is this is a man... I mean, these are the competition that someone like Trump has, and it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And God help us, Biden's going to fall asleep at the podium in 2024 if he tries to run again. There's no way they're going to let an 86 at that time man run who's not even coherent right now. The dude's practically signing, or I'm sorry, he's practically sleeping when he's signing a bill. I swear to God, he's got like something in his ear that's telling him what to say, and that's how it is. He's one of the lizard people. Mark my words. Mark my words. Trump has people like Biden and Mitt Romney right now as his competition. Like, putting him in handcuffs will only make this better for him. So, that's why I think this is a joke. It's not going to go through. 
besides that, let me tell you something about Alvin Bragg, who is the district attorney for Manhattan. I'm sure you all know this by now. I'm sure it's hit headlines up, up the shittle. Has received special funding from George Soros, who we all know is a billionaire. He is super left. Not sure where the funding was for or from, but we know he's got records from funding of Soros. So that's already something you got to put in the back of your head. Whenever someone's got funding from Soros, immediate red flag. Uh, I would uh, turn the other way and um, shout, be gone, Lucifer. That's probably your best bet. So that's something you should keep in mind is he's got funding from Soros. Also, this judge, okay, this judge I have a personal, I just, I disdain for. Okay, he is, he is proven bias by donating money to the left. Now, let me, let me just state this, okay? I want to be as honest and truthful as I possibly can. I wrote about this on April 7th on the V-Feed, okay? Um, the, the, the judge, okay, um, Juan, though he has donated money, he has donated money to Biden, specifically Biden in 2020's um, election. It was only $15. That was proven. $15. Not a big deal? Maybe. Just a small donation. Just any donation. Shows what his motives and beliefs are. If he felt that he, it was worth $15 to invest in Joe Biden, then clearly he is left-leaning or left-favor. And if you think that I'm reaching, if you really think I'm reaching, which, you know what, it's understandable if you think I'm reaching, his daughter helped and served Kamala Harris in her 2020 election campaign. So if that doesn't tell you that he's got a deep personal connection with the person who was the main opposition for Trump in 2020, if you really think he's not biased, um, I don't tickle me, bro, because there's no fucking way. No way. This bias may seem innocent and very small, but it shows a deep, I mean, come on. It's his daughter. Do you really think that? Come on, come on. I, I don't know. That's just, it's a little weird. You have a bunch of people on the left that are all ganging up on this. It's not going to go far. It's not going to be much. I mean, uh, Stormy Daniels is already kind of, yikes, uh, she's, this isn't going to go anywhere. So I wouldn't worry, uh, those people that are Trump supporters or, or fans of Trump, um, I wouldn't worry too much about this. But that kind of information that we just went over, that's kind of the stuff that should be given to the, the general public. But um, for some reason isn't uh, isn't allowed to uh, reach reach uh, big media. So, you know, we're here doing uh, doing the job they won't do. And uh, they receive billions of dollars. Anyway, make sure to join uh, Team V on Discord. Also free, located on the homepage. Scroll down a little bit. You'll be right there. Join Discord server. Um, we have a lot of updates. It's kind of it's like a little addition to the mailing list. So why not join? It's got a lot of fun shit on there. It's a vibe, you know. Um, but we do have a team V membership coming in the future. I don't know exactly when we're rolling it out, but it's on the website already. 
in terms of like what kind of content, what kind of stuff you're going to be given for being a member, that's also to be determined. Uh, I'm sure we'll go over it in a later episode or whatnot like that. But however, I just want to let you know, if you join the mailing list today, it's free. Share with your friends and family. When you get on the mailing list, once Team V is rolled out in full effect, you will instantly get notifications um, and you'll know everything about it instantaneously. So I strongly recommend joining that mailing list. It is the best way to receive our, our content and news as often as we can get it out. I promise you, this is a brand that is going to continue to grow. And we are so happy about the support we've already received from every single one of you guys. You guys make shows like this possible. People who want to bring you the best of content and stories as possible. This is because of you. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and my team's hearts for making something like this possible. And because of this, you can tune into the show every week on Fridays. Still early days, time to, de- to be determined as well. But we have a lot of things planned, drag disaster, all that kind of stuff. Make sure to join that mailing list. I promise you, Ferelli.org slash sign up. It is the best decision you will make. I guarantee you. Okay, but but what's not a good decision is Illinois uh, banning assault weapons um, earlier this year. Okay, I mean, they showed the country a first glimpse of humans losing uh, American citizens losing their rights. Can we just take a minute to salute those living in Illinois who bear arms legally? Illinois has failed their people. I know this is old news. But this segues into what we're what we're about to talk about here, okay? Illinois doing that hit me on a personal level because um, American citizens bearing arms is the uh, the only defense against tyranny. It is the only defense against tyranny. You know, like the Biden administration trying to uh, impose against rights and trying to uh, have more government control, taking away rights from the states. That's when you start needing guns. You take those guns away, you take their rights away, our rights away. What do you do? What do you do when the government comes knocking on your door asking you to pay some outrageous tax that you can't afford because inflation is already record high, but you can't defend yourself when they put a gun to your face saying, pay taxes. God help us if America ever gets to this point. But that's why we have rights like this, to prevent something from that ever happening. Your rights that you are entitled to were given to you, to us centuries ago. These are fundamentals in our culture. There are more good guys with guns than bad guys with guns. You take away guns... From legal citizens, from from legally carrying citizens. Do you really think that's going to prevent gun crime? I mean, let's be real. Criminals will find ways to commit crimes, whether they have guns or not. They will find a way to smuggle guns. I mean, fuck. Look at look at the look at the border. They're smuggling drugs like that, like crazy. Drugs are all over the place, and they're they're illegal. That they're still there. Do you think if you take away guns from good citizens that 
bad guys are going to suddenly say, oh, you know what? Hey, they're taking guns away. I don't think it's cool if we use guns anymore. Maybe we should switch it up. Maybe let's try knives out. I don't know. Maybe some baseball bats. Uh, sounds more efficient to me. See, bad people will always find ways to do bad things. People kill people, not guns themselves. We need to remember that. Okay? A gun will not just automatically start shooting people just because. Just because. That is a person that is behind that is a person that is behind that gun that's doing that. It is not a it's not a, a gun problem, it's a people problem. It's a cultural problem. A lot of these mass shootings that we've seen lately uh, were actually done by transgender individuals. That's something to know when I say people problem. Ninety seven point eight percent from the CPRC of mass shootings, mass shootings, 97.8% happened in school, or I'm sorry, gun-free school zones. Why aren't we talking about that? I mean, that's pretty sad. The act that passed in 1990, the gun-free school zones, you know, it, it prevents good people to defend themselves in neighborhoods that this dreadful act exists in. And thank God for for officers of the law, like the officers in Tennessee that had an insanely good response time that put Uvalde in their place. People like that, they deserve to go to the White House. But they got no recognition at all. That was a transgender that shot, that, that, uh, that shot up that school. Kentucky Bank was a gun-free zone. It is so sad to see something like this. People will target gun-free zones in particular because no one can defend themselves at all. So they know that they have immediate domination over that entire area. Confidence go through the roof. Through the roof. Nobody can defend themselves. What are you going to do? Throw a knife at someone with an AR? No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You need to protect yourself and your family. It is your right, and they're trying to take it away from you. Illinois started already. They're trying to take it away from you. California's got the strictest gun laws there is, and California's a hot pile of mess right now. If you want to go lose money, go to California. Simple as that. But these gun-free zones need to go away. They need to get out of here. It is simple. 97.8%. I can't get over that. That's insane. That's ridiculous. It doesn't work. When you take away guns from good people, bad people have no opposition, no problem at all. They'll walk in your door. They'll come knock on your door. You will. Biden took away your guns, knocks on your door, opens it. Hey, puts a gun to your chest. Give me everything you have. What are you going to do? You're going to have to take him in the house, grab everything you can, at least... If you had a gun, lure him to where your gun is, grab it, shoot him. Do not let the government prevent you from protecting your family and your possessions that you worked hard for. Guns are not the problem. It's a people problem. And that's something that we need to work on as as a culture, as a society. But taking away the guns will not stop gun crime. Especially when this, when how they're going to take away guns will strip it from legally 
car- legally carrying citizens. It's just, it's unfortunate and unfair. And it saddens me to the pulp that something like this is, is, even, a, is even something we need to talk about today. It's, it's a fallacy. The gun control is a fallacy. The Biden administration trying to push the assault weapons ban. It's, it, it's just not, it's not it chief. It's not it. And a lot of people, a lot of people think that the best way to, the best way to eliminate crime or mass shootings is to get rid of guns. Guns will cross the border. Guns will still get into the hands of bad people because they're trying to do bad things. And now they can just go out into the public and shoot willy-nilly and nobody can save themselves. At least somebody who's caring could have a chance to pull out their, their firearm and finish the job. We protect our families with it, with, with things like this. These are the tools that America is supposed to give us to protect what we own and what we have. Do not ever, do not ever try to vote to lose a right. I just want to make that clear. If they ever try, if, if the Biden administration, the, uh, the corrupt lizard organization, if they ever try to put something on a ballot, to put it to a vote for their citizens, if you vote yes to losing some of your rights or all of your rights towards something, you are failing your country. It is, it is easy Simple to simple to think about. You should be fighting for more rights, not less rights. Especially when one of these rights are as crucial as bearing arms legally. Go out today, or as soon as you can, get yourself a firearm, legally. Get a, get a carry license. Protect what you own and what you have. Because the government sure as hell doesn't care about you. Government never cares about you. You have to you have to protect what you own for your for for your survival. Do not let the government tell you what you can and cannot do. That is how you have a totalitarian system. And and I I don't know about you, but uh, America doesn't seem like that kind of country. So what are you gonna do? Okay. It's it, it's just simple that you, it's, it's it's stuff you need to know. It's stuff that is crucial, vital. Okay, drag disaster for twenty twenty three coming out. Huge story, big development. I'm sure we're going to talk about it on the show next week. Hopefully, we're going to have some guests. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm a pretty uh, I'm a pretty lonely guy, so we'll see. But I know where I'm not lonely is that damn mailing list. That mailing list. I'm telling you, it's free. Rally.org/slash sign up. It is the greatest decision you can make. It really is. You'll get all of our content instantly every single time we have new posts. And new shows every Friday. Time to be determined, I promise. But it is so exciting what we're doing here. The mornings on Fridays are going to be like bliss now. I'm super excited to present to you as much of this content as we can give. Shows will be longer than this in the future. But, you know, as a pilot episode... We got to start fresh. We got to start new, you know, young, grow slow. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I uh, put a lot of time into this. So I will see you on Friday. Join that mailing list. Team V Baby all the way. Verily Project.
that is what we're doing, okay? So I will see you all Friday. Thank you for listening this morning. Take it easy. And do not let, do not let Biden ruin your day. I swear to God, every time I see that man, I start falling asleep myself.